0: Ten minutes before 8 p.m., you tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's our headline segment, and uh, we continue with our discussion on ESCOM. Uh, and I guess it's the one of the more topical matters uh, because all of us, to some degree, find ourselves in the dark. And uh, many lawmakers I certainly include there as well. And, uh, yeah, Parliament Standing Committee on Public Accounts, Scopa, asking ESCOM early on today to provide timelines on when load shedding will end. Another board and executives were briefing Scopa on the plans to keep the lights on, and uh, the utility continued to highlight issues around lack of maintenance, old infrastructure, liquidity issues, and corruption and sabotage. To tell us a bit more about this, uh, joined on the line by Sis Lulama SABC News reporter who was out in Parliament earlier on today. So Lulama, good evening to you. Welcome.
1: Good evening, Ayabonga, and
0: the listeners of Metro FM. Let's maybe start off here with, um, you know, I guess uh, I was saying earlier on to the listeners that this is not the first time in the last 18 months Scopa has uh, had the leadership of ESCOM. I remember the one time they were supposed to meet and the leadership didn't pitch. um, And it's been all manner of challenges. They've also had a few oversight visits to uh, Madupi and Kusile in the last year or so. Um, And uh, this time around, I guess, uh, saying they want... More definitive timelines from ESCOM's leadership. Uh, Tell us a bit more about what happened in that committee.
1: Yes, Ayabonga. This uh, briefing, the appearance of ESCOM before SCOPA today, Mm. follows uh, an oversight visit that was undertaken by SCOPA last year uh, to the power utility to see for themselves and um, to conduct an oversight. Uh, over these stations that um, uh, that uh, that supply power to South Africans, and at the time that Scopa was visiting these uh, power stations, load shedding was already implemented. You're talking about October the visit, November, December, January, there's non-stop uh, blackouts. Um, ESCOM is implementing load-shedding. And Scolper today, as you have correctly said in your introduction, they wanted timeframes because they are saying that um, ESCOM cannot be held accountable if there are no timeframes. There must be timeframes so that when ESCOM fails to meet their target, then there should be accountability. This issue cannot be left open-ended like that. But ESCOM, on the other side, is saying that uh, they cannot give a date as to when load shedding will come to an end. But uh, in the same vein, I must say, Ayabonga, that the board chairperson, Paul Maguana, is saying that there are some positives. He's saying that by the end of March um, this year, which is a couple of weeks, they, at least there will be a additional um, energy supply to the grid. He's saying that currently the grid is around 58 um, to 59%, mm. but by end of March there will be an increase um, to about 60%, and uh, end of March next year it will be 65%. And the target is 2025 whereby the availability of power will be 70%, which is um, equivalent to um, international standards.
0: So, so I, 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 what are they saying will take us to a higher energy availability factor? Uh, we saw the action plan coming out yesterday, and it's because of that plan. I mean, the plan yes. was saying they're going to bring renewables online. We just spoke about a story earlier on today where it seems there's not enough transmission capacity to even, you know, uh, uh, take that some of that capacity via bid window six onto the grid. Uh, the huh. transmission plan they put out last year um, only really spoke about capacity expansion projects uh, that would integrate, you know, bid window four and uh, four B, uh, which was the emergency round. I understand of the IPPs. We're already now in bid window six. What's going to happen to that capacity?
1: Well, to be able to achieve uh, the required capacity, Ayabonga, it's for them to repair or to, to, to fix the existing uh, infrastructure mm. that they have. Besides your um, additional renewable energy, that is another matter. But for now, the chairperson was saying that what is important is that um, they must be able to fix the existing infrastructure, because if they are able to repair, then they can be able now to have space for additional uh, for additional capacity, and then at the same time, Iabonga, I must say that well, that uh, additional capacity it also, uh, according to them, includes the use of uh, of diesel, mm-hmm. because they are saying that. Uh, The the increased stages of load shedding, their liquidity challenges contributed to that. Mm. And they didn't have money to buy diesel. But since uh, yesterday evening, they had a meeting with um, relevant stakeholders, whereby then there was um, an agreement, or you'd say a way forward, on the funding model of diesel. So it's a couple of those issues. Then the board chairperson is able to say by end of March this year there will be additional um, capacity to the grid because now there is a way forward or clarity on the funding model of mm. diesel which at this stage is, um, is a solution to minimize the increased mm. stages of load shedding.
0: We also noticed, Lulam, a few weeks ago the... Um Regulators out at Nersa were crying about this over-reliance now on diesel, saying that diesel is not a sustainable solution, be it in the short term, medium term, or even in the long term. It's a costly undertaking, uh, and the more you, I guess, sweat out these open cycle gas turbines, uh, the more you run the risk, by and we're going to be faced with the same problems.
1: Uh, to to add to that, uh, when you are talking about these these turbines, mm. the the these stations were not built to accommodate the use of those of those um turbines. That mm. what that is what ESCOM is saying. But um Ayabonga, I must say that um when when you're looking at this whole matter, that's why they are saying it's a it's a basket of issues that are needed in order for the country to get out of this situation. And it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take um, some time, but it needs... Um, it needs... Uh, it, 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 the board, chaperson appealed even to members of parliament to be patient because some of the questions that they were asking, the board, Chepeson, was saying, we cannot say... This is going to happen by this time and mm-hmm. date because we don't want to make an undertaking or uh, promises that we cannot make. So um, this matter, Ayamonga, if you're looking at it uh, from a lay person's eye, it, it, it's, it's very complex. It's very complicated. It needs simplicity. And simplicity is not easy because as you, the question you were asking is where are they going to get the additional or how are they going to achieve that additional capacity that is needed for this Mm. as i say they are saying that it's it's a it's a it's a whole lot it's a mixed basket that is needed in order for the country to survive and diesel is part of it yes it cannot be a permanent solution but for now it is part of
0: it okay the, the other thing that I'm quite interested in, I mean, we, we also know that the lawmakers in Scopa have had oversight visits um, in the last 18 months or so, I think about two or so, um, where they've gone to some of the plants that uh, have been problematic, including some of the new ones, I mean, Medupi and Gusile. Okay. Um, and the reports they'd put out of their findings uh, when they came back um, related to a few areas. And maybe let me talk to some of them in the madupi one you know six generation units one had an explosion around november or so costing 2.4 billion there are ma- major issues in so far as the design um and then also i guess uh, the culture uh, as scopa lamented of evergreen contracts still persists contract management skills remain a challenge according to one of the uh, uh, scopa's reports here and similarly they also say that um, um at some stage they'd been in the case of uh, i think gusile Um, an agreement that there would be a conveyor belt built, hasn't been built. They're spending a lot of money in trucking coal uh, to the facility, Um, and there's all manner of issues, and uh, they are even saying, you know, this might be deliberate to sustain some of the evergreen contracts that benefit certain individuals. Now, my big question mark in relation to both of these is, you know, whether or not today uh, some of the lawmakers uh, drew the attention of the board and the executive to some of the things that they had committed to in the last meeting so if you you had committed that in the last meeting you would fix uh some of the issues around evergreen contracts the conveyor belt issues um issues of performance was there an update on some of those areas
1: well Ayabonga, uh, there wasn't as much update around uh, the evergreen contracts, mm. which have been a big issue for for years it, it, it's been i mean i've been in parliament for years Ayabonga, and this matter of evergreen contracts has been has, has been raised a, a number of times mm. not only by scopa but by the even the public enterprises committee where escom um which plays oversight um over escom and um, it it's a matter that it, um you don't you don't get to hear a clear answer on escom to say by this year we will terminate this contract mm. but on those some of those on on the contracts which uh, were awarded irregularly we've we've had even today the fiu was was before scopa as well briefing scopa about their investigation on corruption and and and, and stuff like that at escom We've had around the contracts that have been awarded irregularly, whereby the uh, will do their investigation and uh, seize property or attach uh, money in trying to recover. So there have been recoveries in those mm-hmm. contracts that have been awarded irregularly. But on the evergreen contracts, Ayabonga, we haven't had unless I've missed it. But we haven't heard of an evergreen contract that has been um, terminated recently. No, we haven't heard that. The evergreen contract is an issue that Parliament keeps on raising, but it's an issue that ESCOM I haven't heard in the past couple of years saying that we have managed to terminate that evergreen contract because of a b c and d no we haven't had that and today it was it was it wasn't raised but at the same time i must say that today escom the briefing was not uh, because when the when these entities appear before parliament they get uh, to be told that this is what um we would be asking from you maybe today, that was not part of the brief, maybe some other time when Mm. ESCOM appears before Scopa, then I will get to hear exactly uh, about the evergreen contracts, but it's an issue that Parliament is concerned about, these evergreen contracts, and it has been that for years.
0: And any discussion Um, in yesterday's, uh, I or well earlier on today's discussion about sabotage, because we we tend to hear a lot about that uh, complaints of sabotage, complaints of, you know, weak law enforcement oh. responses, and so on.
1: Yes, uh, the outgoing CEO Andre Dereta, in his presentation, when he was outlining um, the contributors to load shedding, it did say that um, sabotage, uh, aging infrastructure. And he did mention uh, the explosion in one of the stations, power stations, um, a couple of years ago, and also um, and he, so he did mention sabotage. And then he did also say that um, they are they welcome, they are pleased with the deployment of soldiers to guard some of the power stations. Remember, towards the end of last year in December, the president announced that um, some of the soldiers will go and uh, guard uh, some of these power stations due to these issues of uh, sabotage and theft and and corruption. So that matter is the outgoing CEO was saying that they are pleased with that. And uh, they can see now um, in those being made, even with the NPA, when they are taking their cases um, to, to to the NPA for investigations, there is now uh, progress um, going on on that. But um, I guess it will be uh, maybe in a in, in, in few days to come or months Gopa then will invite the NPA to come and and brief uh, the committee about that so that we hear in detail uh, what is it that that, that the NPA is investigating because uh, ESCOM on their own, they don't um, brief the committee about those investigations. Mm. It will be the NPA that comes and briefs. For ESCOM, it will be just maybe to say we have referred so many cases, this is the outcome or we're still waiting for an investigation, then it will be the NPA which will come and brief. But um, ESCOM did tell the committee that they are pleased at least now with how things are going because there is a a cooperation now compared to in the past Mm. in dealing with sabotage and uh, criminality uh, around ESCOM.
0: Well, let's hope hope that uh, I guess this... um, newly found cooperation uh, will give rise to something because it seems many, many S- uh, South African is despondent and uh, yeah. I guess it's only doom and gloom from where we are now. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, that uh, was uh, Lulama Matia, uh, SBC News reporter, speaking to us tonight uh, for our headline segment. What do you make of that? Uh, some of your tweets coming through here uh, as well and uh, yeah, many of you Sharing that despondency uh, at Selema Achoo on Twitter says, I wonder if the option of putting the country on a permanent load shedding schedule for the next 24 months was deliberated in order to service some of the plants. That'll be a good idea because we cannot keep operating power plants with the risk of breakage. But hey, when Tarita came in, that's exactly what he said. He said he will undertake aggressive maintenance, especially of some of the older plants that were returned to service in the early 2000s. Aggressive um, you know, a uh, uh, maintenance of that. Where are we? Where are we? Koli Lenzoy saying, Mr. Klawe and everyone in the country, let me empower you all with a fact, which is an open and honest secret. not Tehata are two different things. Fact is, every day, um, uh, this is uh, very, very sad. Uh, Bulalani Mkuyana saying, Pazuga posed a very interesting question and uh, Pazuga there posing the question about the formula determining the tariff increases and uh, saying, uh, yeah, uh, very interesting question and uh, please do share uh, the podcast link uh, and Tembani Tubeni says "Sitibana compliments Tembani and he says I just want to say happy new year to you and your family blessings upon you and your loved ones throughout 2023 and beyond go kunjalo Tembani kwa ye kendi tanda zalba noko lotumi tanya strong and I will certainly come to an end